All right, I got Chef Daphne with me, episode three, and I got Zoe. He's about to come in in a couple of seconds. You know, to be honest, real quick, I feel like we argue like siblings. (laughs) Like, we really do. Like, we just be arguing so much sometimes. I'm like, dang. Y'all definitely do. What? I don't mind it. That's that's me. I know you hate the horoscope thing, but I hate horoscope. that's me and cancers. I'm not gonna lie. Like people like AJ, I don't want names, but I don't give a like, AJ Jacquez and them. I really they'll be arguing with my homeboys that are born in like July and shit. But you know the, the thing is though, like for me, I don't like arguing, but I like debates. Like if we're gonna sit here and go back yeah, and forth and we, we give good yeah. points, I like that. That's what we do. But if we just Arguing like, oh yeah, I thought you did this. I felt like you did this, and now I felt like you did. Like, yeah, like nah, nigga, yeah, yeah, like yeah no. Nah. Nah. Now you lost me. Now it's like I ain't got no energy. <laughs> I love arguing too, though. Nah, I ain't because I'm not petty naturally. Like is you're that, naturally petty, so it, it is would that work toxic? For you. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. If you're nat- the more naturally petty you are, the more you like to argue. What? It's facts. Yeah. But I don't think my pettiness has to do with me arguing. I could be. Yes, pe- I choose did. to be petty. Because if you were choosing to be the bigger person, you wouldn't be arguing with them. But no. you argue with a fool, it makes no. you a fool. You never heard that? No. You what? argue with a fool, it makes you a fool. It never said debate with a fool. Where did you hear that from? Become a fool. Where did you hear that from? I don't remember. I just always grew up. I don't know. I I grew up hearing it. I have no idea. (sighs) That should be crazy. You never know. It could be in the Bible, to be honest. Because I think it is something along those lines. (laughs) But I don't know if I'm saying it in the exact way, but shoot. Probably. I don't know. I just like. I love that. I definitely like. I don't know. It's something about seeing somebody get emotional and I know I can say something that'll trigger them. And then they, you say it, and they actually like that's the petty. That's yeah, the that's toxic. what I'm saying. That's the, that's the pettiness shit. in you that's continuing the arguing. Yeah. I don't. I'm not a naturally petty person. Like I'll, I'll let stuff go and just be like whatever. So for me to continue arguing me means I'd have to dig deep and choose to be petty. Not, I, like nine out of ten, I'm not gonna choose to be petty. Like I just takes so much energy. I'm like when I watch people be petty, I'll be like, you're not tired. Cause I'm tired of watching you be petty, so I know you must be tired. Like you know what I mean? Like, it depends, but sometimes some it's like, people. Dang, you got to do so much extra stuff just to get out of character to like. But for me, I feel like if you don't want nobody doing anything to you, you kind of got to be petty. To, not petty, but you do something they don't like, and then you know what's up. Like, okay, don't do that, and then this was going to happen because I'm funny. Be- that's because you're a bad communicator. <laughs> just say that. Like I'm bad communicating, so I'm petty, so you know not to do it again. Why can't you just tell me not do it to not do it again? Be- no, because I don't like telling somebody not to do something more than That's once. That's your fault. Oh, more than once. If I already told you, and then you still, yeah, I'm gonna play with you. I'm gonna be petty. And then I'm like, gonna get you riled up, get you angry, <laughs> and then now oh, I'm gonna remind you, like, yo, I can ha ha if I want to. <laughs> but I it's just not don't. funny when the rabbit has the gun. <laughs> <laughs> If you that said, that's that's you. That's literally, and you got the rabbit hat on too. That's literally you. <laughs> that shit crazy. You the type that stood a gun and you start pointing at his hand. But nah, I don't know. That should be crazy. I'm sorry, I take it way off track though. No, nah, it's fine. But yeah, I think you choose not to be petty with a lot. I think that's kind of goes into the, your field of being a chef because a lot of times you don't got to deal with people bullshit. Not just that too, but it's like in the kitchen you can't take stuff personal. Yeah. So it's just kind of like a lot because there'd be a lot of you, pressure. What you, what you mean though? What's going on behind like, the kitchen? That 
I ain't. So I mean, because she's a chef, she can better like, tell you. So do people come off like rude sometimes? Yeah, it's not even other that. chefs. It's not even like, that. It's, it's more so whole... if the restaurant gets busy, yeah, and like, then somebody will mess up an order. Yeah. Let's just say you had a burger and there was no pickles. Yeah, and they had that bitch with pickles. You got five other tickets, but now that person coming back to tell like, you like, "Yo, I need this food before all them other tickets because my fault." I you know I forgot to tell you you came with no pickles. So now you got to remake that while you have all those other things to make and it's just like yeah. people who don't handle pressure really well get you know they get out of character. Yeah. Yeah. And I can handle pressure so it's just kind of like all right, I'm just not going to take it personal. Is that why you chose yeah, to be a chef right now? I don't know, I just like the pressure. I got like it. Cuz not a lot fun. of people really choose, you know, to have those type of careers and being a chef or being a lawyer, being a doctor. And a lot of times they see the fame and they want to be a rapper, actor, they want to yeah. hit Wall Street, they want to do a whole bunch of shit. Because they feel so, like it's quick money too. So what made you, instead of not being like, oh, I can sing, I can do this, or I can, you know, Which draw, I want to be an artist. What made you be like, fuck it, I, you know, I, w- I actually want to be a chef. This is something I want to take serious. Oh, I think it started in high school, to be honest. In high school? It, yeah, cause, so okay. You it didn't always like want to be a- No. Not at all. So what did you okay, want to be you know when you was a is? kid? Because in middle school, I was terrible at cooking. I was trash, bro. <laughs> there was one time I made spaghetti. It was so bad, bro. I tell you, about, I watched my dad struggle through the plate. My first time boiling water, I heated up the pan. Yeah, first. like I was really bad. No. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, my first time, time, time boiling water, I, he- I heated up the pan, then added the water. Wow. Okay, but <laughs> there was one time I burnt boiled eggs. Because I literally, I completely. Yeah, I was, I've done that shit. Whoa, yeah. Terrible, terrible. I just, forget, br- I just forget about it. And wait, it just keeps on, boiling on, forever. Then all the water boils out. Then it starts burning the bottom of the egg. And they all crack and shit. They all crack. I'm like, what the hell? Looking all crazy and shit, bro. That's when I was reckless. I would fall asleep. Heard, I never heard of anybody burning a boiled egg. But I'm telling you how bad I used to start. And you know how good I am now. So it's just like such a drastic So difference. did you want to keep practicing after you was garbage? Or like, yeah. what made you be like, fuck it? Yeah, I, I want to be a chef. I liked it. I liked well, like, you like putting. Being, you I, like I, practicing better and being a better cook, or you like the reaction on people's faces when they eat your meal and be like, "Damn, that shit good." I wasn't getting that yet. What kept me going after my family was telling me I suck? <laughs> so your family told you you suck. Yeah, my, especially my older brother. Your older brother. Yes, he especially told me I suck. Uh. He was just like, "Dang, that's spaghetti." The other day, maybe go to the bathroom, and not in a good way. <laughs> like he was me with it. You know. What so I mean? did you want to prove them wrong? And nah, it wasn't really that. Because a just lot of times like, kids be stubborn. Nah, it was more of like I just remember how much fun I was having while I was doing it, and in my head I'm like, "This is gonna be take mom as hell." And then when I tried, I was like, "Ooh, what the hell did I do wrong?" Like. It made my brain turn like, dang, I was having so much fun. I thought I was putting love into it. Then I taste it, and I don't taste the love that it's I It's like felt. a failed experiment. Yeah. So it's just like, all right, I got to try again. I don't so, care what these niggas say. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I just got to try again for myself to see. Because I know. So did you want to prove people wrong, or did you want to prove yourself right? Myself right. Because it was just kind of like, nah, I know I feel good when I'm doing this. I'm putting this. I feel like I'm putting the right things. I got so much confidence. And then it's like, I taste it, it's like, it's like, no, this feeling can't be here for no reason. <laughs> At some point, I got to be doing something right. You know what I mean? So like, what was your first yeah. meal that you actually made? You was like, yeah, I did it this time. Like, yeah, this one hitting. This one busting, you know how we say. Yo, I made, it was this meal, because it was so random. 
it was, you know those ramen noodle packets you get? <laughs> Look, yeah, I know. It's not crazy. <laughs> this was my first bomb meal, bro. When I tell you I made all my friends try it. And they the struggle they noodles? By the struggle noodles, bro. I took it. <laughs> I boiled it. And I did like a like a fried like lo mein type of dish with it, bitch. Added some veggies, some soy sauce, a whole veggies? bunch of hoo hoo hoo. Um, I don't remember. I think it was like broccoli and carrots, just like you so know, kind of do like a stir fry. So onions, peppers, and that was it. And just add a little soy sauce, you know, spritz it up, a little seasoning, pop pop. Get it a little crispy, but still soft on the inside. Boil the eggs on the side. Boiled eggs on the side. So you had a struggle meal deluxe. Yes. And I did it. I did it for about, I think, two or three people. And they all was like, damn, this is it for us. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, yo. They was like, how do you even think of it? I was like, yo, nigga, one day I was hungry as hell. This is all we had, bro. But I didn't want it the normal way. I'm just like, it got to be something better than this. And I just did it. And it was just like, yo, why didn't no nigga think of this? A quote from my coach is like, the ones with the least amount of resources are the most creative. Yeah, it's very true. And it's crazy because when it be them times, you got like a potato, a tomato, and an egg. And you just make that bit work. You just... A potato, tomato, and an egg. (laughs) I'm just saying. Yeah, you could actually do a lot with that. I can't even guess. Hash browns or... A potato, an egg, and a tomato? Yeah. Cut up the tomatoes, put in the eggs. Yeah. Nigga, you could do one dish. You could do it in one one little pan and throw that bill in the dove and call it a damn day. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So it be them times when you don't really have months that shows you how much you can really do, how much, yeah. how much you know, how productive you really can be. Yeah, that's very true. Very very true. Um, but yeah, I, I just I don't know. I'm actually fortunate though because I look back and I just remember everybody in high school was still trying to figure out what they wanted to be. So was this like, was something I figured it out early because it was just like, nah, I like this. What grade? Uh, I say I I kind of wanted to do it like beginning, like beginning of high school, like freshman year, but I wasn't serious about it. It so, was just like I was addicted to Food Network and stuff. Like I'd watch it <laughs> every Saturday morning. Like it switched from cartoons to Food Network, and then like, I would switch back and forth. I watch a cartoon, I go back to Food Network. And it would just be like that. Like it would just keep me stimulated. It's like, oh yeah, this food's interesting. All right, let me tune back in these cartoons. Can you know Saturday cartoons? Was the uh, yeah, you feel yeah, me? Yeah. I had to catch some of the Saturday cartoons. It was just like, I don't know. That's a strong thing to say, though, that you figured it out early. What gave you that feeling that you were so determined that you was like, yeah, this is the career I chose? Because a lot of times when you're at that age or when you're in high school, you're confused. You yeah. don't know if you want to go to college. So what was that thing that you was like, for sure, for sure, I'm going to be a chef? Like, Ooh, it was when, um, cause you know, like the area I grew in, I can't lie, we're fortunate, cause like, where is that? And um, ugh, Palm Coast. Why you? Why, cause what? it's such a small little. But you don't want to give love. To, I mean, you don't want to give love I to guess. your town. Yeah. You want to spread really, love everywhere. It's a small little racist town. I really could care less. But <laughs> we'll get to move past that. But um, you know, I um, I would say like in high school, like since we had funding, so we had a culinary team or um, a culinary program, pretty much. So when I got into it. In high it, school? Yeah, in high school. And when I got into it, it was like 10th grade, I think, or something like that. I joined, I didn't join a culinary team right away. I think I joined that next year. But I would just be in her class all the time and like, I was just getting better. I was like one of the best in the class. It was just easy at that point. I was like, I knew I was going to get, nigga, I knew it. It was like that feeling like, bro, it's clicking. You know what I mean? And she seen that I was good. So she was just like. You know was it mean? like recipes you were like around. doing a lot more quicker than others? Was it like. Nah, bro, I didn't even need recipes. So you didn't like 
I would just look at it and just be like, okay, I know what's going in it. So you were just able to see what they taught you and just easily. That was for me. I feel like that was for me watching a lot too on Food Network and stuff. I just look so at it. So because you was watching all of that food porn, you was just like. Yeah, because I'm a visual learner. Oh, like that's oh. how I learned. So it was like I was watching all those things and it was just like over time, like it's like it's like I sucked it all in. It's like, oh, I've seen them make that before. Oh, I've seen them make that before. I don't need the recipe because I already kind of know the flavor profile of it. Like I know it's supposed to be supposed to taste like cinnamon crap. I know it's supposed to be taste like whatever, you know, like whatever. It's important to know that you're a visual learner too because a lot of times people don't really know what kind of learner they are. Yeah, or what helps them, you know, how to get in that groove. Yeah. And then it's crazy because sometimes motherfuckers, it takes somebody actually know how to really learn something and know what they really like to do because a lot of times some people feel like they can do like stocks or you know, forex, mm-hmm. but then they can't take looking at the numbers or doing mm-hmm. that type of math. And a lot of people don't realize they just really got to learn certain ways, you know, by looking at charts, you know, it's just different ways of learning. Yeah. And maybe Cause like for me, like looking at charts and stuff psychs me out. Really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> psychs right, me, yeah, me out. And that's why I know folks. I'm more of a creative learner. Cause if I'm looking at a, like a painting or something, like for me, my mind's going all different places. I'm like, Oh, I see where they were going with this. Oh, I do. I see it. I feel it. <laughs> But if I'm looking at a jar, I'm just like dead. I'm like, oof, what the hell does that mean? That's the one squeaky line going up, one of them going sideways. The other one doing the freaking crib walk. So I don't know. I just don't get it. Like, it's just like, it don't. But I'm I'm trying to get better at that. I can't lie. I be watching like business use. I mean, it's good that you at least know already that you're a visual learner and that's how you're able to like do most of the things. Some people are audio like, "Mm, I'm not very audio because sometimes I'm slow. (laughs) <laughs> like sometimes you could tell me to do something you like, well it's yeah. not the same way you process because a lot of times people don't process things visually so it's just yeah. you're not able to process it just as well as most people well not most people but other people yeah cause it's like you'll tell me to do something it's like I'm thinking about it I'm thinking about me doing it and I'm just like wait how did they want me to do it I start asking questions cause I'm like cause my mind's just like you could do it this way or you could do it that way it's like I don't know how did you end up picking a college you know to go to Oh, that like, was like that was because some people go out of state, and that's and what I, I know was you do. stayed in yeah. state. That's what I was gonna do. I can't. What lie. made you want to stay? Because it was too expensive. Uh-huh. It was freaking expensive, bro. But, it was like a freaking eighty thousand dollar loan, and you wasn't willing. I mean, I was just like, Ugh. like my mom's already. You felt going like it was this. for the same I same type of education. Nah, CIA is a really good culinary school. We were using all of their recipes in school in uh-huh. college. What type of school did you go to? You said CIA. Yeah, CIA is the one in New York that I wanted to go to. And I, that's I got like, in and is that like the big chef school that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. so you got accepted over there? You just? Yeah, I just chose not to go. Uh, it was gonna be too expensive. That must have been. Heart- I applied very late too. I was so surprised, I, bro. I was. That so must surprised. have been heartbreaking, though. That I couldn't go. I mean, that you chose not to go because you applied, you did it so late, and then they still accepted you. Yeah, like, I mean, but at the same time, don't accept anybody with freaking fake pot money in their pockets. It's a loan. They want you to get into a big loan that you can't pay off. and It's going to f- damage your credit. I mean, mine's well, just not even that bad nowadays. Like, mine's was like at 46, half that. It was like, is it I could go to school for double that, for the same education and make the best of what I can with this, or go for a higher one where it might be almost the same. Like, you never know. It might be the same. I don't know. Maybe it's not, but I'm still, I still got the chefs. I still got to show up to class. I still... Am I taking the most out of what I'm paying for? 
You know what I mean? Like yeah. I could pay for less and still get a lot out of it. So that's how like I thought about it. I'm just like, mm, like at some but point I'm gonna have to pay this money off. When it comes to the loan thing, you were saying CIA was almost eighty grand, and then the school you yeah. went just like and that's because I was c- coming out of state. Forty six, forty five, right? Yeah. 46. But if you still took out the loan, did it? I don't know. Could it really have been that much of a difference? Because yeah, because I would have probably needed multiple Because you said schools, you know, try to give out shitty loans. But I just think a lot of times people, and that's the thing about college, people need to really understand what they're getting into. You know what they and do? And how to choose what college and what they're going to prepare themselves for. Because a lot yeah. of times people just go to college and not know. And I think that's very that's dangerous. Very a lot of times people should, you know, if they feel like they should wait, it's okay to wait. Yeah. It's not bad to wait, but but you know what they do. This is what they do with the loans. They'll take a loan. You have at least three loans out just to, just for one freaking. So it's not loan. one large no, loan. No, and then they'll take those three big loans and chop it up into multiple small loans. So now you have like five loans underneath one big loan. Then you have another big loan. It's like two loans. Then you got another big loan. It's like three. So all together you got mm. like nine loans. But technically, it's only. Three big loans or one big loan that got chopped up into different. You know what and I'm trying to say? They all have interest on it. Bruh. the big big sections do pretty much. If I'm not mistaken, because I would wonder how they try to like divide the way they that. do it. They they it's like so it can damage your credit. But like, don't you? But aren't you able to earn scholarships also? Yeah, I I had a couple scholarships. My scholarships were that. Glorious. Do you feel like you probably could have worked harder to get better scholarships if you really wanted to go to CIA? Yeah, oh, I definitely could have. But the thing is, I didn't get serious about school until like. See, and that's what I'm saying. I feel like people little. who are 18, 17, 19, I'm not saying they shouldn't go to college. But if you don't have that gut feeling, like you said, that you had, you like, you know, for sure, for sure, you was fun to be a chef. I feel like if you're not really determined yeah, what you want to choose. Yeah. yeah, you're going to be end yeah. up taking a loan you don't want to end up taking. Yeah. Then you're going to be stuck in bills. You're going to be way behind. You're going to be in a worse position it's than you even started. And that's why I literally was preaching to my uh, little brother and sister the other day. I'm like, if you don't know what you want to go to school for, save your time. Save your money. Save your energy. Because you will be tired and you're going to be going for something you don't want to do. And you're going to look and be like, dang, I just spent all this time, all this money, and I don't even want to do this. So it's just going to collect dust. For what? Hmm. For what? You really got to know what you want to do. Like, And I keep stressing it, but it's just like, they don't get it. And it's like, all right. <laughs> and I look back and it's like, dang, I was so fortunate because I but- found it so early. Like, there was other things that I wanted to do, too, like, that were in the back of my mind. I'm like, you know, I've always been fascinated with doing hair. I've always been fascinated with doing other little things. But I was never as good at it. But you I wasn't said. good at cooking, and you still I wasn't, but I caught on quick. So you felt like because you firm. didn't caught on as quickly to those other things, you wasn't able to really grasp onto it as you wanted to? I don't, I don't know. Well, no, not necessarily. I think it's just the different feelings I get when I do it. So like you don't I get enjoy. that same feeling. Yeah. Of, I yeah, feel that. It's not the same feeling. So I think that's most. So you made people more happy with your cooking than yeah. you doing their hair. Yeah. I like, I like the <laughs> smile that people have on their face. Like, yeah, I could do people say make them pretty or whatever, but I'm not really into all that vanity stuff. So it's like, nah. it works out. I'd rather feed you, you know, maybe get you a little fat. I don't know your lifestyle. So as maybe a chef now, like. what do you, what do you kind of do present day? Especially during coronavirus, how have you kind of been holding up? I don't know. I just been because I know you do a lot of catering. Yeah, I've been doing catering, like private chef services, selling cremas, <laughs> freaking 
doing a whole bunch of stuff. And are these plate. things that you thought you was going to have to do when you first graduated college as becoming a chef? Or oh. did you end up doing gravitating towards your own types of areas that you like? You know what it is? Okay, this is what they always say when people graduate culinary school. They put this fake dream in their head, like all they have to do is just leave culinary school and they just going to walk into this big job. Like a big, and big fancy five-star restaurant. Something. And they just a chef. You get the like creative. You went there, you just a chef. You chopping it up. Also, ratatouille stuff. And nigga, <laughs> you make a good paycheck and you go home. You know what I mean? Like, we literally all had that fake fantasy in our heads. So was when it they, a fake fantasy, though? Or did you... I snapped out of it quick because I started working while I was in college. Why do you school. call it a fake in, fantasy, though? Because that's not what you graduated into? Like, no. That's but not what anybody graduates. It don't matter they didn't, who you But are. they didn't have to tell you guys. You guys probably had to work your way up they before did you. That, but so what, everybody still had that fake fantasy. That's the why dream, I snapped out of it quick. The dream was sold. That definitely five star. You graduate. You. you work it wasn't your even the teachers that were selling it because the teachers were not selling it. <laughs> I don't know where the hell the dream was coming from, but somebody was feeding these niggas this dream. I'm telling you. Because they'll just be like, "Yeah, once I graduate, I'm just gonna be working here, and I'm just gonna be working here." I'll just be like, "Nigga." And I just started working my first restaurant job. So I'm just like, nigga, it ain't what you think it is. I'm telling you. And that's what the teachers used to tell me. They're like, you're smart because you're in culinary school and you got a job in your field. So it's teaching you as you're learning. So it's like, you know what I mean? Like, you don't, you get you're not your always first, in school. So. Did you get your first restaurant job in college or? Yeah. It was uh, college. While I was in culinary school. It was okay. perfect. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it. So you was in the field and also going to school getting that experience. Yeah. And getting that degree. And you never really cooked kind of before at your house and stuff? I did. That's how I got the ramen experience. But after the ramen experience, what were some of the things you were making? Because that was the know. only thing. You said ramen as your first Yeah, because that, that was the most weirdest one. Like That was like the most weirdest struggle meal. I don't know. <laughs> I would make like weird stuff though. Like just fried Oreos. Before like fried Oreos became fried a Oreos. big thing. Before, before I swear you, before fried Oreos became a big thing. I never had it. I, I was I don't making really fried like, Oreos. I don't really like the concept of having my Oreos fried. I don't, I'm it not a big, fun. I'm it not was, a big fan fire. of Oreos. I take apart the black things and eat the thing, in the, the icing in the middle. No, I do the opposite. I, I, I hate <laughs> the icing. I love the black cookie. Nah. The icing's I too take, sweet. I, I don't, I, I, he's, like, I don't, he's like, I don't agree with any of y'all. <laughs> no, what? I honest, love the whole shit. I know. Most people like it all. Nah, I eat the chocolate honest, part and I, I throw could, the icing away. I could throw away the chocolate part, eat the That's I lick it. I mean, what's the, kid, what, what's the best it. thing you ever made? Like you feel like what's the best thing you ever made? Best meal, best That's whatever, so best dessert, whatever. Like best thing you ever made. You like I'm oh, proud I made of this. like a okay. The best dessert I would say like one time I made a creme brulee, but it was like kind of like a plantain flavored creme brulee, but it was actually really good. Creme brulee, like, creme yeah, brulee. It was creme. You know what creme brulee is, y'all? I heard so the name, but that. I don't know. Like, what is that? What is that? Can I show y'all a quick picture? <laughs> I mean, I can't really have the what picture show is. up. I would rather have you describe they it. They know what creme brulee is. Y'all niggas just hood. Everybody know what a I'm damn creme brulee is. Yeah, I, I mean, Everybody I, know what I creme brulee is. It, Trust me, your audience is going to be like, y'all didn't know what creme brulee was? Because y'all... Yeah, I, I see that, but what the fuck is it? What's in it? It looks like soup. It's like a custard. It's like a custard. A custard. And then you bake it and you put sugar on top and you burn it. So it's just custard with soup or sugar? It's not soup. Custard is custard. Soup is soup. Hey, the fuck is custard? Hey, it custard busting, is like eat it. custard is like milk and then they add eggs to it. They get it thick. So, so it's, it's like pudding almost. But it's like uh, a bakeable pudding. So it sets a little it's bit. Like, it's like when you mix up cookie dough. 
Or pancake. No, it's though. not that. It's not that. <laughs> Have you ever heard of flan? At least flan. Yeah, yeah I heard it's flan. It's kind of like that texture, but mm. more loose. It looks more. No, loose. it's not more loose. It's definitely. <laughs> it's kind of like labui. Y'all know what labui is. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of like labui, but they took it and baked Haitian it. Haitian oatmeal. No, Haitian porridge. Labui ah, okay. oatmeal in, in Creole is avon. No, ah. that's cornmeal. That's like polenta. <laughs> Anyways, back to oh, the oh, big chef. I like, <laughs> Let me that. Tell you. I like that. I like that. I like that. Okay, so it's kind of like taking labui, but you like. So you know, first me- no, so the first meal that you made was a creme brulee dish. It was like a plantain flavor, like like sweet style, kind of like a bun and labui, but like baked and then burnt with sugar on top and then like decorated with like fruit. It was really good, actually. I didn't expect it to come. <laughs> Sounds out. good. I don't know. I never really had a creme brulee. I don't think that's something I'm really into. It because uh, it's too much dairy for me. The milk. You could do it non dairy. Eh. The eggs. You don't have to use the eggs. <laughs> Telling you. Yeah, I'll yeah. try it. I'll try it. Yeah, and they got fake eggs nowadays. Some people fake don't. Feel, somebody don't. Some people don't feel comfortable. Some people feel comfortable. When do they come with? And you don't even have to use eggs and something like that. Maybe you could use like make like a. Flax when you say fake eggs, identify, yeah. please. It's like liquid. They call it just eggs or whatever. It's like literally. But eggs. as a chef, you know it's fake eggs. What makes it I fake? Because it's not from a. Like, it's not, it's a not from a chicken. It's not from any type of. So it's like made in the lab. Yeah, por- not portridge. An yeah, like. Ah. Because you could get duck eggs. You could get goose eggs. Yeah, there's a whole, really like a whole bunch eggs. of different types of eggs. Yeah, I don't really like duck eggs, but I like baking with them though because they're way better. Like they're creamier. Yeah, and then, they look—they huge. I can't imagine. I do want to come back to what we're talking about, but I do want to go and get into what's going on in Nigeria and the SARS thing and how the people are—you know—they're going through this. I wouldn't say the same thing as us, but there's a lot of police brutality. To be honest, you would think in America because there's a lot of white cops, so the system is controlled majority of white people and a few minority. That there wouldn't be corruption, but it's just sad to see something like that in Nigeria, even though you have your people or it could be your own people of color, that there still will be like corruption. Yeah. And I do want to show my love and support to all the people in Nigeria. And I want to let them know that we are with them throughout Agreed. the whole process. Agreed. Because stuff like that is just crazy to even think about. Because just the other day, I was just thinking, like, to be honest, I don't think we should defund the police. Because, you know, people have been saying defund the police, right. do this, do that. I was like, why not just have more black people? And then, like black what? people in the black people, black people in the system, oh. more black cops, more black chefs, more you know, to make it kind of that's feel what people have been saying for a while though. But there is a lot of more black cops. When now. you see the stuff in Nigeria, it's like it doesn't matter about the. I wouldn't say it doesn't matter about the cops. It doesn't matter about the people. The system mm. is corrupt. But the thing is, with when the you Nigeria give people thing a certain is, though, type of pow- a power, they abuse it. But the thing is, with the Nigeria one though, it started off as them taking. Rehabilitated, like well, I criminals. Heard it's- no, listen. They started taking criminals that just came out of jail, and they started turning them into law enforcement. So then, but they weren't paying them anything. They're not paying them much money, but they forcing you to do this job. And the way it works is, you know how we have different cops for different counties, nigga. You can't go to another county and have jurisdiction there. You got to be in your county. It's not like that over there. Any yeah, cop it's a, it's a can go from place. anywhere from Nigeria to here. You can kill someone crazy. here. Yeah, yeah you're still a crazy. cop, and you're not wearing cop uniform clothes. You're wearing normal clothes, but you got a you got a freaking AK all strapped on you. Like, but I so heard what, that so they what started... they're doing is let me fin- let me finish. Up. What they was doing is like since they're not getting paid as much, 
what they're doing is starting to rob the civilians. They want their money because it's like, I'm not getting paid that much to do this job. So now they start robbing civilians, tourists. Well, not necessarily tourists, but mostly their own people. So they'll take them to the bank. You know what I mean? Put a gun up to their face and be like, yo, take everything you got out. Like, I don't even care. Well, what I had looked up and I had seen, I don't know, it could be a whole bunch of different. Well, it's definitely the main thing, police brutality. But the one thing I was seeing was that SARS was originally created in the 90s because there was a lot of crime in Nigeria. And then the police just ended up being corrupted over time because people would escape jail, do this and do that. A whole bunch no, of No, they crazy. started off as criminals. That They took criminals and tried to turn them into cops. That's literally how it started. And that's Nigerians that said this too, out of their mouths. I think that's where they fucked up at. Like. Yeah. They took, they were trying to like, you know, re, like rehabilitated criminals. But the thing is though, I don't think that's where they messed up. I think because they don't get paid much money. Like literally, it's like nothing. I forgot what the, the conversion of it was, but it's literally like nothing. It's like they getting paid like for us, like, you know what I mean? Like $5 a day type of thing or like, it's like stupid yeah, dope yeah, money. Also, yeah. you got to take into that, like the currency or the money or the economy is not just as well as America or a lot of different places yeah. where the wages they, can be high. But Nigeria does have some really nice, beautiful places though. I can't lie. When I be looking online, there's some places that are like gorgeous. They look very city-like. Definitely want to you know? go out to Africa one day, get a chance to travel. If you yeah. get a chance to travel, where would you go to? Um, Greece, Bali. Well, you already been traveling and stuff. Yeah, I'll probably go to Europe instantly. Anywhere in Europe, Europe? I'll definitely, be happy. Yeah, definitely. somewhere in Europe you too? instantly. Yeah, yeah. I want to go to London. What? Yeah, I go to UK. Definitely should do. What? What? What's in London? All the London niggas. <laughs> 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 nigga, I don't know, life, but I'm about to be over there with them. I mean, I know they got a whole bunch of museums yeah. and a whole bunch of like whatever crazy they, whatever they do historical doing. stuff. But I don't know. I feel like I would probably go to Jamaica. Probably Same. go to somewhere go Africa. Yeah, I would I, go there too. I would want to go, go, I would wanna go around here, Egypt and all that. And like, I don't. I want to go places like that. Crazy. I've never been to Haiti. Definitely want to go to Haiti. Being Haitian, that's crazy. I never been. I even want to go to DR. Like I, I want to go to Mexico. I don't want to go to DR. Got no business over there. I I don't want to go to DR right away. (laughs) Whoa! I have no business over. I mean, you. But you know, I don't want to go there. Right, it's not top top on my list, but it's on my list. At some point, I want to hit. It's see new things. It's Haiti. You just gotta walk a couple of miles. But it's totally different. Which is you know one thing that's kind of keeping them afloat though. Besides Haiti, is that they have more trees and i know that sounds random as hell but they have more green and green oh no when you trees. think of green you think trees, you think i'm of thinking prosperity. you said weed no trees like actual trees <laughs> this, outside. i'm, real sure, I'm thinking you, weed because when you trees. don't have that type of environmental like things it makes your area look more poor imagine if there's no trees in this neighborhood neighborhood no, would no. look scarce i know what you're saying dead but and that's how it is like a lot of places we have a lot of trees don't get me wrong but some of the places where we need to have trees, we don't have no trees and it just looks raggedy because of that and yeah. but the dominican when you look at their graphics they got hella freaking they preserve all that stuff not saying we don't i don't know maybe we not i don't know but <laughs> it's not as green it's a lot of gray. stuff going on i definitely want to visit haiti yeah i love haiti though i can't lie it's it's so fun how many times you been over there just once but we stayed there for like dang near almost a month bro. how long ago 2014 a little bit damn. after the earthquake it's like damn near six years ago lucky yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember that message was so far. Nah, Haiti is nice, bro. It's nice. I, I want to go again. I got to. I've been to Haiti like when I was younger a lot of times, but my most recent time, I've been to Haiti like two years ago, like 2018. Ah, uh, there's a lot of fine females over there. Uh, 
don't know. I ain't see. I ain't see bro, no like, five right, females. Listen, listen, like, like, bro, you gotta. I feel like there's certain places because yeah, that's it's probably island, true. Because when, when I went females, to the beach, there I was. Have, I can't lie. When I went to the beach, there was a lot of fine. Don't people. they be naked at the beach? No, not the beach. I went to the hell. It was the resort. I think that's the I top of Europe. The beach resort was there. Like that. That's the beach overseas. <laughs> no, there's overseas. a lot of places in Haiti where like they bathe naked. A nude beach. I don't know. There was beach we went to. And you had to go through the resort to go to it. I feel that. And like, bro, those people on the beach is cooking. There was this guy bringing out a bowl <laughs> crabbing, come back, throw it on the grill, bro. The best seafood I ever had in my life. And I didn't even like seafood until I had that trip. I didn't like fish. I didn't like none of that. So you went I to Haiti? Went, what? I went to Haiti. I was eating fish and seafood the whole time, bro. So the whole time. I didn't even really care for the glue. Like, like I like the glue. But once I had the fish and everything, I was like, oh my gosh. I'm like, this is what you've been depriving me of, mom. <laughs> I felt sick to myself. I was like, wow, this is good. So when it like, comes so to fresh. you cooking and stuff, do you normally cook things that you don't like or how does that work? Yeah, I do both. I cook stuff I don't like all the time. So what are some of the things that you don't like? Because you said, you know, recently because you had seafood, you know, change your perspective. So what are some of the things that you cook that you still don't eat? It's not much, to be honest. I mean, yeah, it's not Because one of the things being a chef, you kind of got to, I I wouldn't say try everything you eat, but you got to know if what you're making is good. You do have to, most of the time, you got to. You got to have that taste bud of willing to try most of the things you're making to see if that, you know, a little bit of this makes it better if a little bit of. That, I really feel? don't have anything that I don't really like besides okra. Like I just despise it. <laughs> I hate it so much. Just think about it. Just oh, and actually, canned tuna. Canned tuna. Oh my god, the smell. It's so it's. But there's a so whole bad. bunch of tuna recipes. You can make tuna sandwich, <sighs> tuna this. But when you buy like when you buy the expensive tuna, the canned expensive tuna, they're like twenty dollars a can. That but they're like fifteen dollars a can. But tuna has a lot of now, protein. That in tuna it. doesn't stink that much when you open. It doesn't stink when you open the can. But the cheap stuff, oh my god, it smells so bad. Tuna definitely like, has a hell? lot of protein in it. Can you put that in your mouth? It stinks so bad. I'm not a big fan of tuna. I don't. I, I can't don't really care for it. It's like. I don't even like the flavor of it too much. A lot of even time, fresh tuna, I really don't even care for the flavor of it too much. It don't really give me much of a flavor. It just gives me. What you fuck with tuna? Like tuna salad. Like I fuck with tuna salad. <laughs> he said, tuna he salad. said turn it into a salad and I'll do it. Yeah, you feel me? Nah. But regular, uh, no, nah, I can't yeah. with, I can't mess with no basic. <laughs> that's, uh, that's funny. Uh, I can't. I can't really fuck with tuna. I'll do potato salad. I never had I'll potato raise you salad. For a potato salad. I never had potato I make salad. I bomb potato salad. And really? I heard you never had potato salad. Never. But and I heard a lot of like you know when they throw parties and like that's what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, you know, that's the, the first potato, thing you black people Haitian bring is potato salad. salad. I ain't, I make some bomb potato salad. I can't even cap. But you never had the, the Haitian potato salad at least. Or the Haitian potato. one, the one no, with the beets and stuff. Because I nah hell. When it comes to that, hell no. I don't. I don't touch the beets. That's the beets. That's their version of potato salad. I know. I see it. Do not put that on my plate. Avoid. Dismiss my plate with that because it looked crazy, huh? It's not. It's purple. What the fuck am I eating? That's purple. I can't lie. I love beets, but I don't like it that way. I don't like mayonnaise. I never. I never tasted it. I never licked it. Never tried it. Never smelled it. Beets Nothing. are so oh, good. Uh, and it's really, Especially it's really healthy ones. too. It's uh, really it's just yellow beets. Yeah, there's yellow beets. There's, <laughs> there's candy cane beets. They got a little swirls. All in them. I know is a little so purple. Many different types of yeah, beets. that's all I know. I yeah, know. yeah. No, yeah. There's there's endless. There's pink ones. There's endless possibilities. I ain't know about like a dark pink. There's like dark red. This is like a light purple. And you had to learn all of that in college. Learn all of these different no. fruits and vegetables. No, no, I they didn't teach you that shit. I mean, they teach you the basics. It's up to you if you want to do the extra research. Um, and because I like to read, I like to watch stuff. I just so what was some of the stuff that you had to learn? 
more oh, so that there was teaching instead of like the basics of fruits and veggies and this and that. There was like teaching the basic sauces. So you got like the basic five like mother recipes. Sauces. Nah, it's like they're like called the five mother sauces: tomato sauce, alfredo sauce, bechamel, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> bechamel. You got velouté. What are the five different sauces? Velouté. You got espanol, and then you got. So tomato, bechamel, bechamel and uh, consomme. And why are these the five different sauces? They're like the basis to everything. Because tomato sauce, you put tomato sauce on. And pizza, you put pasta. Alfred. The bechamel is pretty much like you can make cheese sauce with it. You can make Alfredo with it. It's a basic. So these are the generic you know sauces I mean? White that sauce. can yeah. damn near make everything. Pretty much. Then the you can add the it guy that it. pretty much started the whole culinary cuisine. I feel like it was a slave in the back in the kitchen. <laughs> whooping it up. But that's just my opinion. You know, Who started my it? Um, this one guy. I'm sorry, I, I completely forgot his name. Uh, Astafier. Mm. I don't know why his, his name. And he started these five sauces. He's known for them. Yep. Mm-hmm. Is that something that when you was learning in college, you is that something I would say you actually gave a fuck about, or what I was did, some of the stuff that you kind of? What was some of the stuff that you gravitated to? I mean, learning all of these like different recipes or sauces. Or, like, what was some of the stuff that? Actually, you was like, damn, okay, I'm in my career path. This is what I want to learn. I mean, I, I cared about that, but I didn't because I just thought it was just like, I don't know. I know there's a slave back there, Haitian one especially, just <laughs> cooking everything up. And then this white man just say he came up with all these mother sauces and all this. Da, da, da. I mean, who know, probably, who Cause knows? Because the more I dig into it, it's like, crazy. one of the You don't want to sound crazy. I don't care, bro. Listen, I rap about, <laughs> about people, bro. Because the one, the Cosme is soup. Niggas been making soup. You can't tell me they say been making soup, bro. <laughs> then you got uh, tomato yeah. sauce. Niggas, niggas, you can't tell me niggas ain't come with no damn tomato sauce. So, they want to say Italian. So what they're saying is that this white dude created all of these sauces? Yeah. From the beginning of like time or like? Yeah, he could, he came up with them. He, so, and then he, he, so, he popularized so, hold on, them. Hold on. So before him, they, people wasn't doing these sauces? They wasn't doing them, apparently. And what year was this? I don't remember. I want to... Can I Google that? Yeah, go, go ahead and Google it. Because I don't want to be I wrong. mean, you learned this in school, but... Yeah, I don't remember the dates, Joe. <laughs> but it was a while ago. 1800s, 1700s? Hell no. I want to say... Because food, food and them recipes probably been around for probably yeah. years. Yeah, ages, boy. I don't know. And it's hard because technology and the type of way and the type of, you know, hunting styles and how to... Get those, you know how to heat certain textures and like you know. He if you died in nineteen thirty-five. So. Yeah, so in the eighteen hundreds, he probably came out with this recipe. And what was his name again? Scoffier. Scoffier. Mm-hmm. Uh, where is he from? See, he updated and popularized. So yeah, so they, but they didn't say he created it. They they just said it's that's like, true. It's like innovating. He, it's just if the fact that he popularized what, it. It's like I know there was a nigga back there. Okay, his but arm they off. didn't say that though. What they said, he updated it. But why and didn't pop- get the nigga in the back like, that was doing but it though? Isn't that the same thing with the person who made the light bulb? Ain't they said that whoever the fuck Thomas, probably Thomas I ain't know that. Show, but then there the was really somebody. Was but there was really somebody who made it before. He just innovated it. Yeah, he just whoever yeah. made the light bulb didn't really make it in that time. He, they just put his name because he was one who popularized it. Yeah, I forgot who whoever. Maybe the fuck he that updated was it some type of way. It knows? wasn't. It's like you know. It's just like when you have a phone with Apple and Samsung. Apple is really popular, but then people make Samsung. So then it's, you know, they gravitate toward... I don't think that's a good analogy. It's not a good analogy, but you kind of get the fucking point, is- though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I don't know, but 
Shoot, maybe right. I don't know. I just feel like they definitely clearly in the text was like, you know, he wasn't the one who created all of these. But I guess it's kind of like, would you rather sell something that you've created and it's yours? So but someone they didn't can make say, it. But no, no, they no, didn't listen, say listen he was the, the originator, though. No, 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 that's that's not what I'm talking about anymore. Listen to the ultimatum. Would you rather sell something that's yours and you created, and for it to be popularized, and they'll put whatever face, they'll throw whatever face, they'll throw Jessica Simpson on that shit, Jessica Simpson, and I, but and you created, you popularized it, but or would you rather your face be on it and you get all the credit? And you know what I mean? And you take that on your back and create your own, like, bring out your own stuff. To or be honest, pay to just... I would rather have somebody else popularize it because I don't really care about all of that And you stuff. just take your cut. Because I feel like some people are different. Some people know. don't want to be or have this name all in that mix or try to be too popular with the fame. Some people... To be honest, if I get my... I wouldn't say just get my money. Not only get my money, but if people already originally know that I'm the one who did it or I created this or I did that and I still get my respect um, but people not amongst really my know peers put, I wouldn't really they put Jessica Simpson on it people that's fine really I wouldn't care about it if I got all the money on it and the face is that person or whoever the fuck it is I don't care I don't know I'm different how you feel about that would you rather have your face on it and it be popular. I don't think it's about the money. I think it's about the legacy that comes yeah. with it. So, but that's the that's thing. I wouldn't care about the legacy. That's the thing. It's not even about caring about it. It's like, all right, back to when it's you like said. your baby. When you made something and you, you thought you put so much love into it and you tasted it, it wasn't, it was crazy, right? But when you make something that big, you feel me? That's like love years you taking and building your brand, your face type yeah. stuff. It's not even about becoming famous. It's about see. This is where our creative brains come in, and this is where your logical brain comes. <laughs> like I'm telling you, because for me, it's coming yeah. from a creative standpoint. I, I put you. all my creative energy into this, and this yeah. is me. Like you got to stay. So true now to I'm gonna sell it to you, so you can popularize it. I'm flattered you think it's worth this much. So that means I'm gonna make ten times. Keep playing with me. I'll see you in a couple <laughs> years, nigga. That's my mindset. Like, oh, I'm flattered. You think that I'm yeah. worth this much right now? That you no, operate, but I'm not that saying. Try to buy but I'm me. not saying I would have sold dip. myself though and took nah. the money. I'm just saying I wouldn't have cared either way, as long as I got the money. If I if I was able to keep my face, but which on one would you not, choose? So now you're riding the fence. But that's not what you were saying before. Before you was picking the clear fence. <laughs> now I see you in the middle of the damn fence, and I'm looking at you like so I watched you get off the damn fence. Yeah, I'll, get back off the fence. I'll keep my own shit, but if I'm still making oh, so money you went with to the it, other side of the fence. No, but at first I thought it was more so like I'm just sending myself off, and somebody else becomes popular. I really yeah, like you're like but, you're giving them your yeah. your your creative. You're giving it to them. That's like, theirs. Yeah, but I would It's like if I created the show Girlfriends, right? I feel you, but I wouldn't want to be in that I just give it away. To, I sell that story. That's that what some people do, though. Yeah, they do. And and, and it depends that. if that recipe was really goddamn important to me. Five sauces. They, if they know who the OG was, I don't care. <laughs> Go ahead. Be pop. Be in the books. Go ahead. But now I'm, niggas like me today don't know who the OG is. Nah, but then, the but I then, just know whose face was put on it. Which is, okay... So later on, that, like 15 years ago, be like, in. damn, I'm still eating this thing. This thing was 10 years ago. And they're looking at a white lady instead of my face? 
I'd be sick to my stomach. I'm just rambling it on to my kids. They just see the money in my bank account. They just know, like, no, like, I want everybody. But I think that's what makes you great as a chef, though. You having that love and joy for food and holding on to it. Because a lot... But I wouldn't do that with everything. We're just talking about sauces and selling your sauce and stuff. But for me, if it's something else, I definitely wouldn't just sell off my thing. I would definitely want to be the face of it and definitely want to hold my legacy. Yeah. Yeah. For sure, for sure. What are some of the tips for success that you have? I would say, like, you got to stay focused first off before you can even try to be successful. Because if you keep getting distracted, it's just, it's pointless. You're just going to keep going from A to B, almost to C, and then go back to A. So it's just like, you got to stay focused. You got to have, I don't want to say set goals, but at least set goals in your mind to where it's like, Okay, this is what I need to do. This is what I need to do. You don't think people should be writing down goals? Some people are not always like that, though. Uh, Some people don't have to write their goals down for them to know that's what they're going after. And some people do. That's kind of how I operate. Because if I write some stuff down, I'm probably going to say, fuck it. Yeah, so it just depends on you. Because I don't want to say write goals down and then it just... Some people are just natural at writing how they feel down. Just what they want down. But to have I'm goals, more is of like a, I'll speak it out into existence type of person. Like I don't care to write it down. I'd rather just say it with my with my mouth and project it out. Like you know what I mean. But everybody's different, so I don't know. I would say have a goal, have like a set, not a set mindset, because you could change your mind. You know, you're gonna change your mind, but at least figure out what you want to do, and and that's like the best thing you can do. Once you figure out what you want to do, like you could actually do it or go towards that direction. But when you're like, um. It's like when people have too many options, it's like, your mind go crazy. It's like, you don't know what to do now. Was there ever times when college where your mind was going crazy and you were like, yeah. fuck being a chef, fuck everything, I'll just do something else? Not like that. I never really thought about giving up, to be honest, in college. So, what it about... It was more like, F my day job, and I will struggle in college and not have a day job and finish school. Like, I was that similar. I was like, F the job. Shoot, Starbucks was stressing <laughs> me out. That was my first job, Starbucks. <laughs> but Starbucks, I can't lie. It was it was a good transition though, because like I think about it, Starbucks gonna be fast. It would get busy. I was at the Starbucks right near the beach, my nigga. A lot of times yeah. when you work as you know your first job being in fast food or with these you know kind of places, normally sixteen and seventeen, fifteen year olds want to work. It kind of I feel like people take for granted some of the stuff you can learn because a lot of times when you leave those places, you're never gonna have to be put through those same type of. Yeah, task or same type of you know working yeah. environments because a lot of times you know you're gonna try to you know I wouldn't say that's what people you know, what what people normally do but a lot of times people try to be in the office after that people try to be singing or they don't really ever get in that you know I feel like people definitely take for granted of being in that workspace of fast food or you know having a shitty job because that's yeah. where you learn a lot of times how to clean how to you work hard how to you know. Save yeah. money, how to manage yourself, how to work with people you don't really want to work with. Yeah, that's yeah. very true. Yeah, discipline. That, that discipline definitely comes in hand when you have a shitty job because you never want to fucking go back to it. <laughs> you know, uh, I actually right, never liked right. anybody I worked with until like... Until you started your career? Yeah. Then I started meeting people I like. I'm like, because mm. <laughs> You start drinking after work. I'm like, those are, that's how you know it's serious. Those yeah. are people in your career. drinks after work. Like, <laughs> man, we stress. But when you, but that bond amongst friends and that bonds amongst like the people you work with is definitely different. That's why sometimes people yeah. can go out and have drinks with the people they work with and then they can go out and have drinks with people 
they're friends with and it's two totally different things because yeah. the people you work with kind of share ideas and you know how you work and how you guys be productive with each other but then your friends y'all don't share those same fucking ideas nah. y'all just like to hang out you know, talk Whatever about y'all this. Whatever y'all do, y'all have different ideas. And yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the thing I like about it, though. You know, obviously, not always being around people that think like you. It's a good challenge for yourself. If you find yourself hanging around people that think like you, too many people, like, you got to think about, dang, like, how can I think differently? And you still doing the same issue, like, you're in the same cycle. It's kind of like, all right, you got to change some of the people you hang around or you got to hang around some new people. Because they all think alike. So nobody's going to correct each other. Y'all think it's all yeah. cool. Yeah. Y'all you- think it's good. This is one quote. I don't want to fuck it up, but it says when you're around. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> when you're around, uh, like let's just say five rich people, right? You can become the sixth pers- person that's yeah, rich. It's and true. if you're around five bum niggas, you can yeah, be the next the bum. Yeah. So being around important people, not even important people, but people who share those idealistic yeah. dreams and goals and actually want to succeed, actually benefits you a lot because. Not only do you separate yourself from people who don't want to do as much, but you do put yourself in the stratosphere like, damn, this is where I belong. I'm not weird. I don't feel, okay, other people do want to focus on business. Other people want to do this. Other people want to see the X's and O's. Yeah, it's true. Yep. I mean, I wouldn't say, though, like, leave the friends you have now behind. Like, I mean, some of them you're going to have to, for sure. (laughs) But, like, if they didn't do nothing for you, you just... You're not talking to them as much, Sometimes and that's fine. But y'all still cool, off. you know? Y'all still cool. Yeah. But you're just doing different things, and that's okay. They still on a different mindset. Like, like me, I don't party. I don't party like that. I don't I don't like going to the club. I'm getting old. I'm back crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I like to take naps, uh, and I like too. to watch Netflix and YouTube. But okay? I don't think that's because you're getting old, because you're only 24, 25. I'd rather party you're when I'm rich. You're just a nonchalant person. Yeah, I'd rather party when I'm rich. I don't want to party when I'm semi-broke. <laughs> like I'm not broke Like I don't want to say That's I'm broke, the thing with people They be like, partying when they broke I don't understand people Who don't got no money no To this, me if no I'm not that, making And they in these parties VIP Yeah if I'm not making drink, Over six pictures, figures yet And if I'm not making Over six figures yet It's kind of like To me I'm not And it's like so, I, And I don't I, I At least have one Stream of passive income Or no Let me not say one Two <laughs> I just thought about it Two At least two so the goal when, is four. So when do you get to that point in your life where you're like, okay, I can party now? Like, is it when you open a couple of restaurants? Do you see yourself mm. like what do you see what do you see yourself in five years doing? I don't see myself ever really partying like that. Okay. I see myself being rich and partying I'm, at my I'm house. Not, no, but you said you don't like partying semi broke or you know, just yeah. not, so I'm it's, saying when is it okay for you yeah, to yeah. feel like I get what you're I'm saying. at where I'm like where I, But what I'm saying is I think I'm already over it. Like I don't think I'll ever get back on it. I'm asking you if Like there's a specific age or No, when do you feel like you're gonna get to that when do you get to that threshold of Okay, now I can party. Or that's what I'm trying to say. I don't think I'll ever go so back. You don't think you'll ever to party? Okay, this is it. Even with your friends, no, th- like no, listen, three or listen. four or five friends. I'm tired of partying in the same area. Like how my friends, they, they party in the same. So you might be a crazy. Area. <laughs> I want to party different places. You want like, to go to Texas? Travel. You want to go to Canada? Yeah, I want to go to an ice bar. I ain't never been there. Put a little furry jacket I on. Never heard walk of that. in. Oh, <laughs> I actually- I actually Bro, never heard of that so ice bar. Yeah, they got one in Miami actually, but I, I want to go. I want to do one in some crazy place like Greece or something. And I'm walking into an ice bar and I got 
you know what I mean, a furry jacket yeah. on. And I'm walking in feeling I think, like, you know? I think you just like doing different things. And when yeah. you do a lot of routinely, or that's, that's something yeah, I don't, we're that's talking why about. I, yeah, when, we talked about it the other stick, day. I don't like routine. If you stick routine. to the routine, that's just something you don't like. But a lot of people don't mind partying around the... I'm not yeah. gonna lie. I don't mind partying around the same people, and I wouldn't say the same people, but I like seeing similar faces. I don't mind people. partying around the same people. It's not the people for me. It's the area. If I'm partying in my city every weekend and it's not putting no money in my, it's not showing me nothing new. It's the same clubs, same area, same this, same that. No, I want to party somewhere different. I want to go to Mexico but and party with that, the Mexicans. Is that because I want to go to India? Is that and, because and you like meeting different like, people? That. And I just like seeing different things. I don't want to see the same. Di- th- that's why I don't like routine. It's like I would die on the inside if I was old and I had to take the <laughs> same trail. I had to run the same trail every day. So you would want that would low key kill me inside because it's like my mind doesn't get to be creative. I'm just taking one path every day, like just running it or walking it, just going crazy in my mind. What? Definitely, because when you, I mean, I. F- Oh, man. But that, that's do, you like feel like, me. do you feel like that also helps you within being a chef because it's constantly different, spontaneous, different yeah. recipes, different meals. Mm. There's different people you can learn from. There's, like you said, even with the OG of the five different sauces, you can learn a sauce from this place, a sauce from that place. I mean, Is it because you're constantly learning that's what keeps you engaged in that career? Yeah, that's what keeps me doing like private chef work. Yeah, because like, like when you work in a restaurant, it's pretty much the same. Yeah, because I was going to say, so... It's pretty consistent. But, like, But know. I was going to ask you, do you get a chance to... When you first graduated college, did you get a chance to realize how much in that career that you were able to do different things? Yeah, and that's why I'm fortunate, because I started working while I was in culinary school. So when me... When I hooked up with Kiara, Kiara Hardy, by the way, she she's the private chef for Hassan Whiteside. <laughs> so when I hooked up with her, she wasn't cooking for Hassan yet. She was just doing like random pop up dinners at her house. She was just trying to get her catering business off the ground. She came from corporate America and she just, you know what I mean? She came, got her degree, or she didn't get like a full degree. She got like a diploma, I think. But still, you wouldn't even know the difference with her. She a beast. You know what I mean? She a beast. Like, so, you know, when, when I hooked up with her, it was like through a friend, because they were like, oh, you know, Dap's good. Like, we need some help this weekend. Like, you know what I mean? She'd be killing it in class. Like, Yo, can you work this weekend? Like, and I was just like, oh, surprisingly, I got that day off from my regular job, so why not? And that's when I realized, like, yo, this is what I want to be doing, like, more private chef stuff, like, in people's homes, being more personable, not working at this restaurant. That's when I started conflicting with myself, like, yeah, this restaurant's giving me experience, but this is not the experience I want in. But I'll take this experience because you never know. Maybe later on, this experience might come in handy. So before... You know, when you actually was a chef, you didn't, well, not, well, before you were a chef, that's when you were kind of realized that, okay, I don't have to be stuck in a restaurant to do what I yeah. have to do. Yeah, I had And to was that. that a part of the dream that you, there was kind of selling that you're going to own a restaurant, you're going to have all of these different restaurants, or was it? Cause, nah, I think every culinary student had their own little fake dream. So everybody has their own different yeah. type of. Like my little fake dream, y'all want to hear my little fake dream? Yeah. Of course. <laughs> Bro, my little fake dream was just like I thought I was gonna come out of culinary school because I did like one little private chef give while I was there. I thought I was gonna come out of culinary school and just write private chef on my thing, and people were just like, "Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> let me hire her!" It's a, like you it's know, a grind being so I'm a chef. thinking it's just like you know what I mean, like easy peasy. They go walk up in there, cook, leave, but it's nothing like that. 
You gotta be a server in one. You gotta be a emotional therapist in two. <laughs> Nigga, you gotta know how to <laughs> mind your that's business. The thing. Nigga, you working but, with expensive, you know, I mean, like you working with rich people. They really don't wanna hear what you have to say most of the time. They just want their food. They wanna crazy. eat. But you wanna know what I love about cooking though, and actually being a chef is when you when you're able to change somebody's Feelings or change somebody's mood or somebody's yeah. having a bad day or you know but once they, they never try. They're like, dang, all right, I'm a little bit better now. Yeah, they become yeah. they they come out of that angry or you know deep state where they're like, okay, I've seen it happen. Oh, I'm good. Like you know, I got my you know, it's I like, got my food. I, I you know, we could kiki kaka you, now. You know, my fault. You know, I I mean, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I mean to tell you, you know, you, you were know, stupid. The, <laughs> yeah, you know, you the good, food, chef. the food, the food, really good. That's, that's literally how it is working with celebrities. Oh, you already know you could say, I mean, you stupid? Yeah, but Literally. That, I feel like I've that's one of the it. most Look. important things when it comes to cooking and being a chef is that that feeling of being able... It's just like... It's one thing me and K-Cutch was talking about, being able to change people's smile or being... You yeah. Know, making yeah. people happy. It's a craft. It's, it's a skill. Because you're not... You know, because you wasn't really good at doing hair and shit, but... <laughs> Because, I wasn't bad at it. I just didn't have the know, same feeling. The way Damn, you was applied, <laughs> you know, the way you was able to apply those, not really the same skills, but have a different craft and still get that same emotion out of right. people is what's important. And a lot of times people think, like I said, they got to be a celebrity. They got to be this. Yeah. They got to do that to do that. But a lot of times you can find your truth and happiness in all these little careers. I wouldn't say little careers because they'd be big time chefs. But like, you know, you could. I would say chef is not a, Little career, yeah, at all. not. But you gotta have the passion for it. If there's not, a lot you of will careers. run out of that industry. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of so careers quick. that people oversee, yeah. and it's just like sometimes, like it's important to take a glance at you know because you because you didn't know you was going to be a private chef because you thought you was going to be a restaurant. There's not. There's a lot of times you don't really dig into the whole 360 of a choice you're able yeah, to make. It's true. You, you don't see it until you're able to. But then that gives you the ultimate test on if this is really something you wanted. Yeah, but and that's like, when people start. And luckily second for you, you already knew. Yeah, because it came so easy. All, all my shows would be like, but sometimes you're the some, best in the class. Sometimes they tell the me thing. I don't care enough. Because sometimes I'll come in class, I come across, bro, I'll be stoned, I'll be hungover. <laughs> like, I, bro, I used to, it just used to be bad. Because, you know, like, and, you know, that was something I was working on. I can't lie. Like, I was trying not to abuse certain things before I go to class. And I got so much better at it at a certain time. And then sometimes I'd abuse it. It's, it was bad, you know? But I would just come to class. Sometimes I wouldn't even try. I would just. <laughs> The teacher would literally, there's one teacher I got into it with one day, and he was just kind of like, he was just like, oh, you think you know everything? Because, like, bro, like, he was trying to help me with something. No. It was something so stupid. And then my, and I told him, I was like, back off. Like, I know what I'm doing. And he got offended by oh, it. He was shit. just like, yo, all I'm the right. teacher. And I was just like, bro, this is so simple. I get all your other students don't know, but it's like, I didn't I come know. to you and ask you. You just came all of my Kool-Aid bothering me like but if, like some, if i need help i'll come to you or whatever like but also going back to what you were know. saying a lot of times when people are too good at doing something or stuff comes too easy they don't want to listen end up chasing after it oh no yeah so that too that's what i mean yeah, I, a lot of people right. get a chance to right. oversee a lot of talents they may have that may help them definitely right and this is why i definitely want to join because you took being a chef and actually going to school and all of that very serious and you made yeah. a wonderful career and i'm hopefully Five years from now, I don't know if you want to own a restaurant. I don't know. If, I don't know yet. What are you know like? What are some of the things you want to do? Like have done five, ten years from now that you like? Feeling that you did that. Mm. If you come back on, you like, yeah, I did that. 
I, to be honest, okay, this is kind of weird because I'm I'm kind of scared of fame. Like I really don't want to be famous. <laughs> like I know people crave that. I don't want it. That sounds very scary to me. I love my privacy. I like being able to go home and nobody knows where I live. I like being able to go to Walmart, look in a hot mess, don't even know me. But you want your face on five different sauces. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, I want, like, I, I want some, you know what I mean? Like, I, you know what I mean? Like, I want to make something crazy where it's like, dang, I ain't never think of that. But she did. She crazy as hell. You know what I mean? But that thing hit. Like, you so know what I mean? Is yeah. it you want to create a new recipe that the whole world will yeah, recognize like something you, you ain't by? never seen. Yeah, like something where it's just like, ooh, what's that? Like, yeah. Okay. That's what I want to do. And I want to do it with Haitian food, too. Yeah, you know what I mean, like I want to put my food on the map because Haitian food is not getting enough credit. Like that's so, one of the best cuisines, and I've tried a lot of different cuisines, but Haitian food doesn't matter. Asian people, I've seen Asian people chop down Haitian food like it's nothing and say it's better than Asian food, bro. I swear to you, bro, it's up, bro. I swear to you, I'm out, mama, bro. So, last question. Yeah. If there's one of the, you know, all of these meals that Haitian food have, there's one of them that you want to popularize and have everybody know. What is one of those meals and describe it? Because, mm. you know, we got griot, we got no, Haitian griot's spaghetti. Griot's already popular. So people some, already know griot. Okay. I was going to say Dijonjo, but a lot of people already know Dijonjo too. But Dijonjo would be the easiest to popularize because white people hear mushrooms and they love it automatically. And then they hear it's black rice. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, explain, it just sounds fancy. Explain it just sounds what Dijonjon is. But... Oh, it's like black mushroom rice, y'all. Like a black mushroom rice, real good, savory. My mom put shrimp. You just can't be saying stuff in Creole and expecting people. My bad. Yeah, Dijonjo. It just literally translates black mushroom rice or mushroom rice. That's the thing. Is that the one thing you want everybody to? Yeah, like that's easy to popularize. But I can't lie. Our fried snapper, no one compares. (laughs) No one compares to the fried fish that Haitians make. I would want to popularize that before anything. You don't think because fi- you could you don't stuff think fried Haitian fish is pretty popular. You could stuff it with no, it's not that popular. All this talk of food, bro. Yeah, I ain't never like, heard of. How could you be a chef and like you don't eat like all the time? I don't I know. Do, I'd be hungry all the time. Because once you're smelling it, you're not as hungry. That was my problem cooking in the kitchen. I had it. I was I could eat all my shit. I was making rest- <laughs> I was making crazy shit on the side. I like a little side. You could I said stuff the bread, it. the sandwich, the this. I'm putting. You know what's crazy? I follow this Haitian chef on Twitter. Actually, I seen him do like a Dijonjo mac and cheese the other day. What? Yeah, bro. I don't know. The Dijon mac and cheese, black mushroom mac and cheese, y'all. <laughs> and he stuffed it. <laughs> and he stuffed, I think he stuffed it in something. I forgot what he stuffed it. He stuffed that bit in something. That thing, I was like, it kind of look a little good. I ain't lie, but it sounds very different. Like, it sounds like something I have to eat and like eat like a couple bites before I make my decision on how I like it. Because I don't know. Like, but I like, you know. But I think the fried fish, it don't get enough credit. Oh, no. Well, let's hope the next time you I went come to Puerto on. Rico and they were known for fried fish. I had the fried fish. I was like, <laughs> Watch out. Like, yeah, watch like, bro, out, bro. Watch out. Let me put myself. Haitians will kitchen. put that fish on your neck. The only thing they don't they do different is they leave the bones in so they can strangle your ass when you do eat it. <laughs> your ass get a good yeah, meal and problem. you get a hospital bill all in one, nigga. You can't tell me you get a good meal like that. The seasoning be amazing. I don't what? know what the hell they like putting in it. Bro, my mom don't even have to marinate for two days. She marinated, bro, like at least an hour or two hours before I tell you that thing. I'd be like, damn. It's like the fish ate the flavors in his skin. Like, it's so good. Like, bro. And I'm real creative with my words, too, when it comes to food. So don't even get me started, bro. It's just, when I eat it, it's like an explosion in my head. It's like, pew, pew, pew. (laughs) 
So it's like connect them, you know. I don't know. Yeah. So let's hope the next time you come on, you can bring some cremas. We can show yeah. it to the people, you know, what it looked like, what it is. We'll have it, try it, you know, get a chance to sip it. Yeah, but real quick though, what's what's your favorite Haitian food though? Tasso, goat. Yeah, with, that's true. You do eat goat that a lot. with plantain. The only reason why is because a dude told me, you know, when you eat griot, it's not really the rich nigga Haitian meal. Oh my God. The nah. rich nigga Haitian meal is goat, they said. So. Oh. You know, tasso hey, with yeah, yeah. You know what they say about goat though in, in Korea? No. They be like, if you eat goat and you don't like goat, it's going to grow on you. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> like, bro, it's, the weird, it's like a weird saying. It's like, it's like, like, it's just like, it's like it's going to take over you or something. Really? How is it? How about that? you? What's one of the favorite things? All right, all right. Di blanc, sauce pois noir. Lalo. If you say Lalo, nah. No, 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 no. At, well, all right. Yeah. Well, I, don't I, was with, I don't have a problem with that too. If, if you, you say Leggy, I'm listen, hot. Listen. Come explain why. Now I'm explaining why. Nah, if it's, you say Kalu, uh, I'm pissed. Oh, no, 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 no. Right. Sauce pool. Okay. Chicken sauce, you feel me? But you basic though. I can't lie. But look though. No, no, no. So look, so look, look, look. My, my thing is though, I have to have, I got to have like. chicken and, and gravy, y'all. I got to have like three things, you feel me? got to be like the what? rice. Yeah, I like the way we set up plates. You feel me? Like I you know, I can't like my mom be putting a little pool of sauce in the middle. Sometimes she be playing uh, I know. I don't like it when my mom set my uh, food up. She put everything on the side: sauce <laughs> side rice. Yeah, pear, my mom did a pool in the middle of sauce One time, you get the rice suspended around I it. Need, oh my. Chicken I mean, all on around the side. It looked like a freaking hey, sauce fountain. Crazy. It looked like a sauce pot fountain on the plate. I'm like, mom. I wash the stick ladle in the middle of the right. Bam, <laughs> put a, put a you thing. know what's weird? I was like, that's that crazy. That people do, they be adding. My mom do it. She had coconut milk in her sauce bar. Yeah. That's not. Yeah, yeah that's not normal. I, never, I mean, that's not weird. Yeah. No, co- that, and then I seen her put some seeds, like black and white seeds. <laughs> no, nah, nigga. <laughs> yeah, your mom is just doing some of the yeah. stuff. And I'm like, Man, now but, but, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but yeah, the sauce bar was like, like a slave made it, like, and I don't want to say a slave. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't. But you, it, it was. It tasted like, damn. This was some like, just like some good rich sauce Like I don't know what it was that. But I don't, I don't know what color was it. It, was it, nice. could, it probably it was wasn't nice even color. see. It, it, wasn't, put some it, wasn't in that bit. it wasn't a dark color. Okay, like was it, it was like light sauce. You know, it like wasn't light. Color. It wasn't light. It was in the middle. It was like brown. perfect. Perfect. Okay, talk about okay, just regular okay, brown okay, pinto beans. Okay. okay, okay. No, but, no. But like the brown beans. It was sauce so yeah. but she. It was a the little brown one, not no. the dark black, not the black. So no, it was definitely black. But whatever the fuck she, it was still dark, but now it's dark, and it was nice and put, a little maybe spicy. Maybe she put more coconut milk in it, made it, was it a little crazy. lighter, so it's like a little ashy yeah. kind of. Black. It looked like an ashy kind of black, almost kind of purple a little I know bit sometimes. Exactly. Purple. Like I, I know it was exactly. definitely yeah. purple. Exactly. You see, I exactly. it was it was crazy. I'm like, what? Uh, what? what? I mean, bro, I yeah, my mom's supposed to be looking at, it, but she don't put no season. I, I fuck with know. that. I fuck with that. I fuck with that. I know, bro. It's, yeah, but I just yeah, wanted to know that. I just, I there's need. a lot of Haitian recipes, and that's I would a good hope, question. That's a good question. I would yeah, hope I like that. if you want to next time you do, you know, come on, you show a couple of these recipes, have the creme with it. I don't know. I, don't know. Some I can't crazy give out my recipes, bro. Not recipes, but you know the Haitian food, you know, so people can get a chance to see how the shit look like. <sighs> no, I can't lie. <laughs> I, I like these people, but I don't like them. Not Haitian food takes forever to make, bro. But yeah, definitely. It, it, to be honest, the more you make it, the less time it takes. Like now that I've I've made it so many times, it's just kind of like I could cut down on time. Like I make rice super quick now. I make Haitian spaghetti. I make Haitian spaghetti in like fifteen minutes. 
Like if I know water agrees that, bam, give me fifty. But that's, and if I'm making boil on your side, I like an extra you know, two minutes. Depends, you know what I mean? Give me a give me a little extra two minutes, yeah, but yeah, it's a solid plate. A lot of times when I yeah, when you make food that you know and you know yeah. what things are, that's why when they put you quick. in a different kitchen, it's like damn, I really need to take the time to you know. That's actually um real quick before we end. This is actually something Kiara taught me too. Like you know what I mean, like. There's a point in time where people aren't paying you for your time. They're paying you for the experience for you to cut your time to do it in a timely manner. You get? Did you get that? Yeah, I, I got it. But let you me repeat exp- it. No, no, no. You don't got to repeat it. Explain it. Explain it. Like, okay, you could be paying me every hour, and I'm making something for you, right? But now I got years under my belt, and I don't even need an hour to make this. I can make this in thirty minutes. Now you're no longer paying me for my time. You just pay me for the experience. That it, you know what I mean? The experience of me kind of gaining that time to learn how to cut back on time. So yeah. I ain't got to be in your face for long. I already know how to make it in 30 minutes. Bam. Done. So you paying me just for the experience at this point. But before you was paying me for time because it was taking me an hour to fin- to do it. You know what I mean? But yeah. yeah. What's Because the- as, as putting time, time becomes money. So you cut back on time, nigga. Now you, <laughs> now you just owe me money. Uh, before we do end it and for for the last question what is the advice you give to somebody who feel like they're giving up in that career choice of being a chef and they don't really know what to do and they suck at cooking and none of the food tastes great and they're in two years of college oh two years (laughs) I'm just saying during during the system I mean all right. if you feel like you suck and you've been on it for to be honest, if you've been on it for longer than a year and you still suck, yeah, I would evaluate myself and be like, okay, what am I not doing that I could be doing to make me better? If this is something you really want to do, because once you walk into that restaurant, no one's holding your hand like the chefs do in class. Like they would kind of baby mm. some people. Like some people would, dang, they suck. Like I watch them every week burn the rice. And be shocked <laughs> when they burn the rice, bro. Like, I'll watch them. I'll watch the steps. They do the same steps every time. But I'm sitting there just looking at them like, you're not going to change it up now once. You're just going to keep doing the same thing and just expecting the same results. Insanity. So it's just like, I'm going to say and just watch like people. So it's just like, you got to, like, okay, what are you doing wrong? So it's just kind of like, change it up. Like, start doing some more research. Start watching Chop. Start watching Food Network. See what they're doing right. What are you doing different from that? Different Why approaches is yours to getting learning. different? Yeah, yeah, figure out what type of learner you are. Like we talked about earlier, what type of learner are you? Are you kinetic? Are you visual? Audio? Whatever. What's the touch? Physical touch? Hands you gotta, on, you gotta hands touch on the chef while you learn. I don't know. Figure out what you gotta do. But, but I can't lie. If you got more than a year and you're already in culinary school and you still suck, bro, you probably just gonna suck. <laughs> I'm telling you, like the first like couple weeks of culinary school is so easy. Mm. So they give you basic class and the guys break it. They break it down to you. Like you don't even touch a knife the, a knife the first couple weeks. It's all just you taking the information. Then when you they bring you in the kitchen, it's just like they show you and they rebring that information back up. So it's like if your brain don't get that, then this is not for you. Well, I don't think. You know, it's hard, you know, to suck at something you've been practicing at it for a couple of years. So that's what I'm trying to say. That means you're not applying yourself enough. Because if you still suck, then what the hell are you doing in those couple of years? You got to look back. It takes two years to get a degree in culinary arts. Even though you're still stuck after two years and now you have your associate's degree. So what you going to do? You going to go back again for another two years to get your bachelor's and realize you still suck? Or 
Like nothing to click in your head to evaluate that before you kept sucking. Like you kept doing the same thing, same thing. So this is probably not for you. It's important for people like, to not know. Not even trying to be rude. When but it's okay to say, if it was fuck Gordon Ramsay, he would have said the same thing. Just like saying. I said, it's important for people to know when it's okay to say, fuck your dreams and choose other things. I mean, but certain careers, it takes time to build that skill. And once you obtain it, you yeah. obtain it. And if you don't, you don't. But I wouldn't say F your dreams, though, because sometimes you think your dreams are your dreams until you find another dream. So it's like. Yeah, but until. You change. But like, like you said. My dream used to be keep, I wanted to be a doctor when I was a jit. If I would have kept that same dream, I would have said, nah, I'm going to be a doctor. I would have hated it. I hate I hate walking into the hospital nowadays. I hate it. I hate the smell of a hospital. I hate all of it. I hate all of it. You mean to tell me I want to be a doctor? I want to be there for 11 years, then go back again just to work? Oh, no. I would have went crazy. Now, imagine if I would have stuck to that dream forever, and it's like I just never realized that dream wasn't my dream in the first place. Could have been something I was fed or... Because a lot of these kids I see that did suck in culinary school, a lot of them came from culinary backgrounds. Like parents used to do it or their parents own a restaurant or... You know what I mean? Like something that has to do with something they saw. So they thought they could go and do it, but it's probably not even something that's for them because it took them so long to click. Like we, like you said, like dang near two years into it and I'm watching people still struggle on basic things like rice. And it's, it's like, it's like frustrating to watch because it's like. <laughs> but like I said, sometimes it's okay to say fuck your dreams and move yeah, on to something I mean, else. It's not the end of the I, world. It was never your dreams if you got to say not, effort to your dreams. That's what not I'm saying, the bro. End, it's it not was never the, your no. dreams, bro. You, those were dreams that you probably fed or dreams that you pushed yourself I don't into. Think, I don't think and that's you didn't, true. And you didn't know what you wanted, if bro. you, But okay, you can call somebody insane. Unless it's if, like. Hold on. You can call somebody insane mm-hmm. if they're bad at being a chef. But if they want to nah. be, hold on. If they want to be a chef, are, mm. like, what are you gonna? Are you gonna tell them keep being a chef, or are you gonna tell them, yo, you're garbage, do something else? No, that's what anything. Though. And that's anything what I'm you saying. Do it's and you okay. Keep doing the same thing. All I'm saying is, it's okay to say fuck your dreams, whether that was your main dream, temporary dream, or whether that was you know something you want. I just don't like that saying though, because that's just yeah, giving. That means that mean like giving it's up. The, yeah, it's not, like, that's it's not, not really, what I'm trying to say really, though. It's not really giving up. Because you you even said it. You even said you might as well give up if you're cooking after two years. So why is it hard? I'm saying not well, if you're on. cooking. Why if you're in it, culinary school wasting hard? your money but wh- in two hold on. years, why, you still suck. Why is it hard to tell somebody, fuck your dreams after that? It's because of how it, you said it. Like, I'm not saying F your dreams. I'm saying those were truth. never your dreams to begin with. That's We're not saying the same thing. That's exactly what I'm saying. We're okay. not saying the same thing. But what I'm yes, saying... I'm okay, but what I'm saying is what, it's okay to say fuck somebody's dreams. You should uh-huh. be doing something else. Yo, you burn every fucking plate of rice you make, G. Make, you probably need to be doing to something to else. I guess we're going to have to Because to be honest, the same kids that I saw that sucked at that level... There was other things they were better at. That's they were better I'm at saying. sitting behind a desk. They were okay, better. When we were in but, classes and we were but, learning culinary and we were behind a desk, they thrived. So, so you know I mean? are they not going to yeah. say, I'm so okay, if they don't say. That doesn't mean that they can't necessarily be in a kitchen, but they might be a better okay, behind a desk or whatever. So if it's not fuck your dreams, what he told you that person? That's what I'm saying to you right now. It's okay it's, to change your mind. Yeah. Not, not fuck, when you say fuck yeah. your dreams, I mean like. Fam, that sounds crazy, but fam. Nobody want to say fuck you. Because then that's like me it's endorsing for people, people to just don't give up. Yeah, like. And I'm not saying that. I'm saying maybe this is something you were fed or you push yourself into and you didn't realize what you wanted for real. But now that you, you see and you're trying to force this so bad, you're trying to force it, you're trying to force it. You can't force things that are not for you. Okay. So 
change your mind. Like, okay, let me look yeah, into other things that I'm I like. Saying, but no, you're still going after I your feel, feel, that's what that's no, but exactly we're not saying the same I'm, thing. No, I'm exactly. saying that not F your dreams, but those were never your dreams to begin with. Because you can't you can't say you can't leave true. your dreams behind because it's but, like okay, that but, wasn't your true dream. Like on. that was just something that was just probably something you you maybe thought you could be good at and you tried and did it. But then like when I see like, bro, when I was back in college, this one girl that I lived with, she started off doing freaking pastry bakery. Then she switched to freaking fashion design. Then from fashion design, she switched to interior design and she stayed at interiors and she loved it. But she went from three different jumps. Now, if she would have said, mm, all right, F bakery, but I ain't going to do nothing. I, that's like, not, I didn't I say know. do like, nothing. Okay, I, never, I, I don't know what dream I, I have. I never now. said do nothing from the beginning. That's right. why I said choose other things. I never said do nothing. I never said just fuck your dreams and do nothing. <laughs> that's not what I said. You didn't add to choose other no, things. You feel right? me, no, bro? Right? Right? No, I said that. I said you can tell somebody fuck their dreams and no, do something else. That, that's what I said. Before you said that, that's I was what about I to said. say. I'm like, I was about to say, bro, you can't just say fuck your dreams and then not say nothing after. That's what I'm about to say. That's why I kept listening to y'all because I'm like, you guys are saying the same exact thing that I'm saying. So it's okay to tell somebody fuck their dreams and do something else. As long as we got it. If they're yeah, garbage. Yeah. I just don't like that hold phrase. On, I'm not going to agree to you when okay, you say F your dreams. So just drop that. that. No, I, I don't that. agree. <laughs> like, okay, you okay. keep reiterating it in different on, ways. Wait, I don't agree. No, nigga. The only reason why I say that is because you even said that if somebody's cooking for two years, all it takes is two years to be good nigga, at cooking. you know, wasting okay, money no, on but a, she was associate's degree. All I'm, all I'm saying is we were saying the same thing just in a different way. And it's okay to let somebody know that, yo, this is not it. Yeah, uh, you know I don't even want to agree to that. Nigga. I don't oh, even know what you yeah. trying to trap me. Know. <laughs> All right, you we find the top out. But, Appreciate yeah. it.